Welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. We provide content to help men become the men they want to be. My name is Brent, and I am the Fallible Man. On today's show, we're going to talk about being more successful in everything you do with a few simple tweaks. Stick around until the end for the most effective thing I have found to add value to your day. This is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling. Guys, welcome to the show. It is great to have you today. I am Brent. I am the Fallible Man, and it's awesome to be with you again. Today, I want to talk about just being more successful as a man. And... Realistically, I guess this will apply to everybody, man, woman, or not, but I want to talk about being more successful in a man. And we all want to be successful, right? Grab a cup of coffee. Grab your cup of coffee if you haven't yet this morning or whenever you're ready to this. Cause guys, if you listen to the first show, you know I love my coffee, so. Mm. I love my coffee. So, we all want to be more successful as people. It is just natural. All you have to do is search the web or follow social media. I don't know how big you guys are into social media. but And I guess it really matters what content you subscribe to. But everybody wants to tell you how to be more successful. More importantly, everybody wants to sell you how to be more successful. I promise I have no intention of selling you anything. There's no little book you can buy, no little secrets to success. Woo! Now, I'm not trying to sell you anything, guys. I, I want you to have this information. In fact, I'm really glad the podcast and YouTube are free because I, I want you to have this information. And it's really simple little things that can make you more successful, right? You can buy a bazillion books on it. Um, I, I know no one goes to a bookstore anymore. Sad day. I I miss going to Barnes and Noble and some of the other big bookstores because I like sitting and reading books. And they had great coffee there. Mmm, coffee. But I just like going and sitting and drinking coffee with a good book. Of course, I like coffee with a good anything, but, you know, that's beside the point. I love bookstores, and I miss going and sitting in big bookstores like Barnes and Noble used to be. By the way, not affiliated with anybody or anything other than the fallible man. So that's just a freebie. I like Barnes and Noble books. I love that Amazon made buying books easy, except I'd rather walk into a bookstore and just smell the hardback books. My wife and I have a huge collection of books because we're both bookworms, but you can find a bazillion books. I used to love to go to the self-help section and the business section and just see the crap that was selling. And I say crap just because there's a ton of it and it doesn't, uh, most of them are kind of useless or they're all selling the same thing. But it wasn't all bad advice necessarily. It was just, it's amazing to me how many people are selling how to do it and self-help. Maybe you're the right generation and we're YouTube people and Instagram people, right? You can find a hundred billion things. That's an exaggeration, probably. I don't know if that's even a number. I'm sure it is. But you can find 
a bazillion things on Instagram or YouTube how to fill in the blank, right? It's easy to sell. You can go on Pinterest. I'm new to Pinterest. I enjoy Pinterest. I post there on a regular basis because it's a great database of how to DIY kind of projects. And I'm a do-it-yourselfer kind of guy, not because I am just super into building things. I'm decently handy, I guess, but I'm cheap. So I'd rather do it myself than pay somebody else to do it. Pinterest is a great place for that, right? Everybody wants to be more successful and everybody wants to sell you how to do it. Well, today I want to share with you some free advice. Didn't have to pay anything for this podcast or this video, so yay. Free is good, right? We love free. But guys, I'm not going to tell you anything rocket science. In fact, I'm going to tell you some things that are probably going to go... You, you may groan because, oh, yeah, it, it's some hard truths. So let's get into it, right? How can you be more successful? Well, it's very simple. Let's start with what does your day look like? What's your routine? I'm a schedule person. I love schedules. In fact, I get really cranky if you throw me off my schedule. It's just not... I like routine. I like schedule. I like to do the same thing over and over again. My wife will tell you I'm an incredibly boring person. She can tell you exactly what I'm eating for dinner at almost any restaurant we go to. Because I'm going to eat what I know I love, and I don't want to try new things. I know, right? Kind of counterintuitive for the fallible man where we talk about improving yourselves and growing. But I like what works for me. Am I annoying anybody talking on my hands? Sorry if I am. I like what works for me. I like what I know I like. And so that's why I stick with it. If I go to a restaurant, I order what I know I like because I'm not going to pay for food I might not like. Like I said, go back to cheap. So what does your routine look like? All right. Most people's pretty, pretty simple, right? We'll go to the abbreviated version of it. Get out of bed. Get ready for work. Go to work. Work. Come home. Hopefully spend some time with the loved ones. Maybe go to the gym. Have dinner. Watch a few shows. Read a book. Go to bed. Sound normal? Can you identify with that? I think most of us have lived that life at some point. Or still do. I'm not knocking anybody for living that life. If that's your thing, great. That works for you, great. Not knocking it. Just saying, you need to look at your schedule and your routine. If you want to be more successful, we have 24 hours to work with. So we're going to have to look at how you spend those 24 hours, right? I told you there's no get rich skit. Get rich quick scheme here. I'm not trying to sell you anything. We have what we have to work with. You have 24 hours. The same exact 24 hours that Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or any of those guys making a fortune had. Have. Robert Kiyosawa, 
whoever you want to name, right? You don't know who all those people are. I'm not sure where you live, but I'm impressed. So you have the same exact 24 hours that they do. If you go on Instagram, you can find about, you know, a thousand plus clips that tell you all about those people's mornings and how to imitate their mornings. And our, uh, I saw Dwayne The Rock Johnson's morning. Had, you know, do your morning routine like The Rock. Big fan. I like The Rock. Dwayne Johnson is amazing. And it's just hard work, man. He, he just out hustles everybody. That, that's his thing. Right? Uh, Gary Vanderschuck. Just, just out hustles. He's got X amount of time and he capitalizes on all of it. Right? So, we have to look at our routines. If that's your morning routine, I gotta ask, what do you want to achieve? Coffee. <laughs> Lots of coffee. What do you want to achieve? What do you want to achieve? And I know I just said that three times. But I want you to think about this. Not what are your big, huge, well, maybe what is your big, huge dreams? What do you want to achieve? From a very young age, I decided I only wanted two things out of life. Uh, I grew up a preacher's kid. I accepted death was a part of life a long time ago because my dad did a lot of funerals. And so just it's always been just a part of life. So I had some moments to really look at my life because I accepted death as part of it. Where I thought probably bigger thoughts than, you know, a, a kid should have. But one of the things I decided, right, I had one of those great moments where someone was like, well, you know, it was kind of probably some fear-mongering, honestly, to you know, scare us into choosing Jesus faster. Not by my dad, but by other people. And the question came up of what do you want to be remembered for? What do you want to be said about you at the end of your life? The answer is not simple. I decided early on that the only thing I really cared if somebody could say about me was, was I a good husband or was I a good father? If that could be said about me, then I lived a full life. And that was my goal. Now, for some people, those aren't very big goals. But to me, it's a pretty big goal. So you have to decide what you want to achieve with your life. Maybe you are absolutely happy where you are. And if you are, good for you. That's amazing. There is absolutely nothing wrong with being satisfied and happy with your life. In fact, I hope you all reach that point at some point. But sit down and really decide what you want to achieve. Do you want to be a millionaire? Everybody talks about being a millionaire. Everybody talks about being rich. What's your version of being rich? Is your version of being rich being able to live the life you want to or have a lot of money? That's kind of a toss-up right there, right? That's two different kinds of rich. 
So we have to be really clear with what we want to achieve. Do you want to be able to spend your time how you want to spend your time? Or do you want to just have a whole lot of money? Two different goals. Some similarities, but two very different goals. So what is it you want to achieve as a person? Do you want to have more time to travel and do the things that you want to do? Do you want to spend more time with your family or be able to afford to go do the hobbies you want to do? You want to be just incredibly wealthy and then you'll figure out all the rest, right? Financially wealthy, I mean, big money, right? You want to be Warren Buffett rich. Well, that's a hardworking man right there, even though he has a ton of money, right? Or what we would consider, most of us, normal people would consider a ton of money. So what is your goal? Figure it out. Before you go on into how you're going to be successful, you have to figure out what you want to be successful at, what you want to achieve. I started The Fallible Man because when I started thinking about the few aspirations I had, I think I'm a decent parent and I think I'm an okay husband. I try really hard. But what Outside of that, I had never grown my aspirations really large. And then I decided that having seven nieces, five sisters, and two daughters, I wanted to help men be better men. Because I worry about who my daughters are going to marry, and what that boy is going to be like. All you dads out there, let me get an amen in the comment section. YouTube are on the podcast, wherever you're at. Let me get an amen right there. We worry about our daughters and the guys are going to find. I had this conversation with my niece a couple of years ago about her and her boyfriend because I just couldn't see them being happy together. They're not together anymore. But he was just not, he wasn't a bad kid. He was a nice young man, but he was never going to be enough for her, for the standard she was. Not because he didn't want to be, but because he just wasn't there. He wasn't mature enough. He wasn't man enough. And she has ex expectations. So I worry about what that's going to look like for my daughters eventually. And so my aspirations grew from not just being a good father and a good husband, but my aspirations grew to wanting to help other men be good men. Because when I started looking at what there was for my nieces and what there's going to be for my daughters, I started to be concerned. And so maybe it's part of me being wanting to be a good dad. But we need good quality men in this world. Then I started really looking into it and thinking about it and realizing it, not just for them, but for everybody. For the sake of humanity as we know it, we need high caliber, high quality men. So I started this company. Now, that's what I wanted to achieve. And I'm in process. Still a long way from perfection on it and still a long way to go. But that is what I wanted to achieve. I tell you that because 
like I said, you have to figure out what you want to achieve if you want to be more successful. And the first thing I had to ask myself is, what does my day look like? Well, I think I was listening to a Jocko Willink. I apologize, Jocko, if you ever heard this. I'm sure I just butchered your last name. But I was listening to Jocko's podcast. And if you've never listened to Jocko's podcast, I really highly recommend it. Jocko is awesome to listen to. He's a great speaker. And I've read a couple of his books, including his kids' books, which are just amazing. Uh, I read those to my daughters because they try and they convey the same values and traits I want my children to learn. So awesome books if you haven't read those. Um, In fact, I think if you go to one of my blog posts, there's probably a link directly to those books but i was listening to jocko talk about his adventures in the seals and the knowledge he's gained and i started following him on social media and i looked at what time he gets up and if you flip through enough instagram you'll find the same thing right they'll they'll see some little image a little one by one square or whatever that says you know these successful people what time does their day start but guess what, guys? It goes back to you have only so many things, time, so much time, sorry, only so many things. You have only so much time in the day. So, how do you spend those hours? You spend eight or ten hours at work. I work ten hour days. Maybe you do eights, maybe you do twelves. What do you do with the rest of your day? Right? I know you got to get some sleep in there somehow, and you got to eat at some point. But what do you do with the rest of it? Right? Have you seen those horrible statistics that tell you how many hours of your life you spend sleeping in traffic jams, checking email, and all those other horrific little things we don't like to think about? How much time you spend on the pot? Come on. Not that pot, the other pot, the toilet. How much time you spend in the head, how much time you spend in bed, all those good things. It's almost depressing because you see how many hours of your life get wasted on things that you don't want to think about, little trivial things. So you've got to look at a breakdown of your day and decide where you have time and what you need to do. What are your goals? What are your aspirations? What do you want to achieve personally? Do you want to be fitter, in better shape, in better health? Do you want to be stronger? There is a difference. Do you want to be more successful in business? Do you want to be more successful socially? Do you want to pick your spot, guys? You got you to gotta pick something. You can't do it all. That is, let me throw this in there as a bonus. Failure point number one is trying to do too much at once or too too generalized. That's That's a better answer. Not too much at once, that too, but being too general in what you want to achieve. I have a friend who struggles with his fitness sometimes, and it's because he's trying to balance being in better shape, being stronger, with being healthier and losing weight. And that's a really, really hard thing to do, to hit all of them at once. Getting strong, you train this way. For endurance, like racing and running and biking, you you train this other way, right? To be skinnier, you train this way and lean a little bit towards one or the other, but you can't hit all three. And then you got to get your diet on point, right? So much to take care of. Yeah. 
we all want to be skinnier. I want to be skinnier. I I got a little extra chub on there that I need to get rid of. Comment down below if you're like me, so I don't feel bad about myself. I'm not the only one, right? All of us get a little little extra love on there. What do you want to achieve? Do you want to be skinnier? Do you want to be richer? Pick one or two things because you're only going to be able to tackle so much at once. And then look at your schedule. One of the best things I've done is I realized I can reallocate hours in the day. I used to get up at 5 on my work days and then sleep in on the days I wasn't working. What I found over time was I didn't really sleep well on my days off. In fact, I usually felt kind of crappy trying to sleep in. So I switched to getting up at the same exact time every day, whether I work or not. I'm up by five. I know, on your day off, I'm asking a lot, right? I get up at five, whether I go to work or not. Then I have that same morning time. Well, what I found out by getting up at the same exact time is it started to normalize my schedule. So I go to bed at the same time. And I go, I'm an old, y'all are going to say I'm an old guy, but I go to bed at about 8.30 or 9 every night. 9, 9.30 is pushing a late night for me. But I also get at four, get up at 4 a.m. I get up at 4 a.m. because I have time to work on The Fallible Man and any other projects I need to get done while the rest of my family sleeps. That way I'm not taking as much time away from my wife and children working on my business. I still get seven hours of sleep. It's also the time of morning when I can get up and go to the gym without interfering with anybody else's schedule. I get up and I do what I need to do. That way I don't take time from the people who are important to me. Goes back to episode one. If you caught episode one with foundations, right? God, family, country. Big on family bit for me. So I don't want to take time from my wife and kids any more than I have to. So I get up. I made my choice. I looked at my schedule. When I get up now, I used to get up at 5. Now I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I get up at 4. I'm in bed by about 9. Whoa, yeah. Even on my days off, guys. On the days I don't go to work, I'm still up at 4 a.m. I'm right here in my office slash studio. And I am putting out more content for you guys. That's what I'm doing at 4 o'clock in the morning. I get my cup of coffee. Thank goodness for curds, right? Quick coffee. I grab my cup of coffee. I get in my office and I get after it. That's what I'm doing at 4 o'clock in the morning. But it didn't, I didn't just jump to that. I get there from, sorry, Jocko story. So I was looking at the Jocko podcast and started following him on social media. And I noticed that he was up at 4.30 every single day. And then I heard him in interviews talk about why he gets up at 4.30 every single day. And I thought, wow, that takes a lot of discipline and that's got to suck. Because let me tell you, 4 a.m. or 4.30 sucks no matter what time you go to bed. But I thought, you know what? I can do that. That's something I can do. I have control over. I can do. 
and I decided what my pillars were. Jump back to episode one if you missed that. I decided what my pillars were, what was important to me, and what I wanted to achieve. And so I started getting up at 4 a.m. And I have hours to be productive when other people are sleeping without taking anything away from the rest of what is important in my world. Like I said, I didn't get there fast. I got there, I started at 5 a.m. I went from sleeping in on my weekends, because I was used to getting up at 5 for work anyway, and getting up at 5 regularly. Then it was 4.45. Then it was 4.30. That goes to my next thought is, to win big, you got to start small. Or more importantly, that's, that's the way most people say it, right? How about win small to win big? Let's try that instead. You see, to win big, you have to build. No one just wins big. No one, well, unless you're the lottery winner, I guess that's winning big. But no one starts big, right? If you look at Jocko Willink, if you look at Bill Gates, if you look at Jeff Bezos, if you look at uh, Mark Zuckerberg, if you look at Warren Buffett, you look at Robert Kiyosawa, you look at successful people, you look at Dwayne Rock Johnson, you look at successful people, none of them started instantly successful. None of them started out big. Whatever your idea of big is, no one got there instantly, and no one just flipped a switch and was there. Small wins make big wins. This is something I learned from multiple interviews with, not my interviews, I wish, not quite there yet. Hey, you know, if Congressman Crenshaw or Jocko Willink wants to join me, I'd love to have a Navy SEAL on. May have to make a few phone calls and find one. I'll take a Ranger. I love all those guys. But one of the things I've heard several Navy SEALs talk about over the years, and I knew quite a few actually, was one of the easiest ways to start the day successful is to get up and make your bed. Is something they teach in the Navy SEALs. Get up, make your bed before you do anything else. Takes you five minutes once you get used to it. Get up, make your bed first thing in the morning. That's a win, guys. It's a small win. It's a little win, but that's okay. One little win to start the day is how you build momentum. Get up, make your bed. Brush your teeth, drink eight ounces of water. Little wins. Then you've had three little wins, and your day is just barely starting, but you've already won three times. Win small to win big. And I'm sure a Navy SEAL, if they ever hear this, is going to correct me somewhere in the comments about how they actually teach this principle, but the short version is make your bed. It may be the most important thing you do all day. I heard an amazing lecture by an admiral in the Navy about making your bed is the most important thing you do all day. And it's because if you start small, you start that chain of winning right at the beginning of your day, then you're already well ahead of the curve. I'm going to pause here for one second for today's sponsor. Got to pay the bills. Got to make the money, right? Today's episode brought to you by TheFallibleMan.com. That's right, it's us. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com 
and check out our blog, updated twice a week with new content, and links to all of our social media offerings. Tag or search us at The Fallible Man or at Fallible Man on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social medias for daily content. While you're there, check out our attitude swag, shirts, cups, stickers, and more. Again, that's www.thefallibleman.com. We touched on it, guys. I get out of bed at 4 a.m. It sucks. And I'm going to tell you, you may not be 4 a.m., guys, but get out of bed. Whatever time you get out of bed now, start an hour before that. That's your first jump. Maybe if that's too big of a jump for you, start 30 minutes before you normally get up and work your way up. That's what I did. I got up every day at 5. That hour jump was just too much for me. So it started with getting up at the same time I get up for work on my days off. Then it went to getting up 15 minutes earlier. Then 30 minutes earlier. I get up at 4 a.m. and grab my coffee and I'm working by 4.05 or 4.10, guys. Get up. Get out of bed. I know it's painful. I know you're tired. If you're like 99% of the men in the world, you do not get enough sleep. I say 99% of the men in the world because I honestly don't know any men who get enough sleep, but I'm sure there's one that exists. It's kind of like a unicorn, um, you know, rainbow fairy tales farting out his butt. It just, I'm sure it exists, but it, I, I can't prove it. So get up, get out of bed. I know I'm asking a lot, guys, whether you go to the gym or whether you read a book or whether you just have some quiet time to get together with your own head, get out of bed earlier than what you're getting out now. Start easy. Get out of bed at the same time on your days off that you do on the days you get up for work. Give it a couple weeks. Bump it up 15 minutes, guys. I don't sell rocket science. I don't sell fast fixes. It makes a difference. Realistically, you probably only need six to seven hours of sleep a night. I would start at seven. If you're not getting that, I have a coworker who I know the man doesn't get more than five hours of sleep in a single night if he's lucky. Um, and I'm, I mean, my hat is off to him. I have no idea how he keeps up with his insane schedule taking care of his kids. So I know you can do it. U.S. Army Rangers proved you can get by on two hours of sleep. They do not recommend it being a regular thing, but you can do it. So start simple, move up, right? Little incremental wins. That's what we're all about here at The Fallible Man. It's little incremental wins. What's next? Look at your schedule. Lock your schedule in and don't let anything change you guys. If once you start getting up, lock that schedule in. Keep the routine the same. Go to bed at the same time. Get up at the same time. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Bump it up 15 minutes. Buy yourself an extra hour every single day. And you will be instantly more successful because you have more time. The one thing we can't buy, the one time thing we can't get, is more time. The only way you can get it is to modify your schedule in a good way. Analyze your schedule and decide what is unnecessary. And start getting rid of things you don't need. Let me give you the single biggest win I have found in my life period. Okay. We talked about starting small, get up, 
Make your bed. That's a win. Brush your teeth. That's a win. Go work out. You don't have to do an hour. You don't have to be a heavy gym guy. Go walk for 10 minutes first thing in the morning. Get up. Make your bed. Brush your teeth. Drink some water. Go for a 10-minute walk. You're getting up earlier, 15 minutes earlier. You got time now, right? A 10-minute walk every morning. That will be a huge start and a huge win. It will make you more successful. Your brain will work better. Scientific fact. Your brain will actually start working better if you start getting up and get moving. Okay? Don't just sit down and zone out. Get up and move and do something. But the single most, and we'll wrap up the show on this one, the single most effective thing I've found to be more successful in your life, turn off the screen time. Not because it interferes with your sleep, right? I know I'm a computer worker, so here's my nerd glasses, right? These are not actually glasses that I have to have to read. These are blue light blocking glasses. I highly recommend these if you're going to watch a lot of television or if you work behind a computer because it does wear your eyes out. You'll be amazed at the difference blocking that light out will have on your eyes and just how you feel in general. But guys, more than that, turn it off. Unless all you watch is documentaries and educational shows, you're not missing anything. Turn off the entertainment. Put down the phone. Turn off the television. I stopped watching all of my TV series this year. When I started working on this, all I did was to get my time back, so I had time to work on this, I stopped watching television and started using that time to be productive. I got up between getting up early and going to bed at the same time and cutting out the screen time. I have made my life so much more productive. It's unreal. Like, just mind-blown the amount of stuff I can get done in a day to me, guys. I, I'm still really, and I've been doing it for months now. Um, I started cutting out the screen time probably back in February of this year. It's now August. And my mind is just blown. The amount of my life I got back turning off the television and not watching TV and not watching a bunch of movies. Because I, I was a movie guy. I love watching movies. That is my number one way to unwind is I love to sit down and curl up with my wife and watch a movie. We've been married for 19 years. That's always been our thing. It's actually been a bit of a point of contention. Of contention? Did I say that right? Between me and my wife because I'm just not interested in sitting down and watching television with her anymore. Because it never got me anywhere I want to go, guys. It only interferes with what you want to achieve. You will not improve your life watching television are playing on your phone necessarily. Unless you're doing nothing but researching things about how to grow yourself, you're losing out in that screen time. That is my number one tip. Recap, guys. Start small. Make your bed. Take every little one you can to start your day. Make your bed. Drink eight ounces of water because you woke up dehydrated, I promise. Brush your teeth. Go for a 10-minute walk. Those are four huge wins to start your day. Start small to win big. Get up earlier. Start getting up out of bed and reclaim your days. It's amazing what you can do in the quiet of the morning when you've got no one else around. And three, turn off the television. Get off the screen time. I've been listening to audiobooks. That's been my entertainment lately, and they're all business books anyways. But I've been listening to audiobooks while I walk. So 
while you're walking, listen to that audiobook. Listen to that book you've been reading. Check out Audible. I'm not sponsored by them or any other way you want to check an audiobook out, but check out audiobooks and you can entertain yourself and grow that way as well. But turn off the screen time. Guys, this has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home of all things man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe and follow us everywhere you want to be. And remember, be better tomorrow because of what you do today. Until then, until next time, thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you soon. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.